Hey everybody, welcome back to Garage Talk. As always, I'm Conrad. Let's go. I'm Ted. It's time to rock and roll. Jinx. Hey everybody, welcome to Garage Talk. We're over here at Indiana Westland. We've got assistant coach Jeff Clark, and we've got three players with him. I think they're expecting big things this year, Coach. Is that true? I just hope we can match match your passion. Mm. <laughs> mm. Hey, I I call the last few minutes. You guys have practiced. I think you guys are there. It did. It did. And I was reading today. You guys are number two in the Crossroads League preseason. That's right. I think the women are number one. Correct. They're if leading the way. At, yep. So man, everything's good over here. You got a football team doing amazing things. And just just this campus. I heard. I heard today that. Every single fall sports team is ranked in the top 25. Actually, in the top 13. Top 13. Yeah, and volleyball still, they're strong. Man, it's, we've got a, a hidden treasure right here in, in Grant County. It's rolling in wildcat country. It people is. People got to come out and watch. Yeah, and, and, and I've told people that before. I said, if you want to watch some really good sports at the collegiate level, this is a place to be. Mm. I remember... I don't know, five or six years ago, first time I came to a basketball game over here, you know, I sat maybe three rows up under the bucket, and I was like, I could not believe how physical that you guys were playing. Got to get more of the community out. Yes, it's it's an exciting brand of basketball. These guys right here are fun to watch. Yep. I can attest to the physicality you're talking about. I'm a transfer this year, and I've just it's it's been a beating every day, uh, all throughout the summer. Every day is a beating. Uh, all right now, now, you know, tell our listeners introduce yourself. Sorry about that. You're uh, fine. Uh, I'm Nathan Childress. I'm a fifth year uh, grad student here at Indiana Westland. Came from Indiana University. Okay, awesome. Now, a grad student. Yes, sir. So, grad student. What all. are you studying? I'm getting my generalized MBA. Uh, I got my undergraduate in public environmental affairs, uh, bachelor degree. That's awesome. That's what drew you to Indiana Wesley? Um, just the culture they've built here. Um, obviously, it's a Christian college, and that's the biggest difference. I visited a few schools in the Crossroads League, and um, just their unapologeticness about uh, God being first here. That's going to be the number one priority. And then basketball and school and everything else will follow that. I am third. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. That's still big here, isn't it? That's right. That's right up there on the wall. It's, 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 I know it's all over the place. and it's, uh, you know, I know Miss Sinewall's coach used to do that, too. He used to preach that. And, you know, that's big there. Okay, let's go to player number two. Yes, sir. I'm Javen Buchanan. Um, I'm a sophomore here at Indiana Wesleyan, and I'm studying uh, entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship. That, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's something I probably need to study. <laughs> <laughs> Doing this podcast, but yeah, that's, that's so what drew you here? Um, just like, like uh, Chili said, we call him Chili. Um, <laughs> if you know him, you know exactly why we call him Chili. But um, I'll just say overall, the culture. And at first, it was kind of a culture shock to me, not coming from a very, um, like, religious-based background. Mm-hmm. And But when I got here and, like, they don't push it on you and you get to do your own journey your own way. Right. And also the coaching here, the coaching is just amazing. It's, like, it's the best coaching in the country. Uh-huh. And I can really attest. I think all three of us can attest to that. So mm-hmm. those are two two main reasons. For sure, uh, that I came here. And where are you from? Lafayette. Lafayette. Yeah. Okay. 
I stepped up player number three. Mm. Uh, I'm Cade Bontrager. Um, this is I'm a sophomore as well, uh, and I am business. I am uh, majoring in business marketing. Another one for me, business marketing. <laughs> mm-hmm. We got a team for you. I'm telling you, <laughs> you guys could tutor me. Probably, I'd have to have a tutor. And, and where are you from? I am from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Fort Wayne. Uh, I went to Leo High School. Uh, fun fact: that's the same high school that Coach Clark uh, across from me here went to too. The Lions. There's a fun fact. He broke all my records. He broke the records. But now, Coach, you went to Anderson University, correct? Yeah, that's right. Okay. You got your master's here at IWU. Yes. And the Wesley Seminary. Which was tougher? Oh. Getting a master's for no, the, here or the, the sem- seminary? The seminary for sure. I was in class with all these pastors, and uh, I was over my head often. Uh-huh. But it was it was a very good learning experience for me. No, I see. Because, you know, there's, there's some of the, the leadership here, the past leadership that I've, I've had the privilege of listening to, you know, Dr. Barnes. <laughs> Wilbur Williams. Just, You're talking about some legends. I, I know, and it's and just just to listen to them. I mean, it, great people. They are. They are. That's just like you know this place here. Because actually, I grew up in South Marion, just right down here, next block over from 50th Street. Is that right? Yep. This so, campus has changed a little bit since your childhood. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was Marion College back then. <laughs> you guys ever heard of that? Mm-mm. Nope. I mean, M-A-R-I-O-N, not M-A-R-I-A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's your rival, right? Yep. Yep. The one with an A. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I grew up right down here when, when my kids were younger. we bring our bicycles down here and just ride around the campus. And, yeah, it's beautiful. And it's it's brought a lot to the county. Not just Marion, but the county. Um, you know, I go... I'll look at Coach Clark again because you know you've been assistant head coach since 2007. Yeah, that's correct. How many national championships have you guys won in that time? Which which I know, but I just three of them. Three of them. And is that you guys' biggest goal right now? What's what's your first goal for this season, you guys? Yeah, I would say definitely. Um, our eyes are on the the big prize national championship. Um, obviously, we want to win conference as well. But um, yeah, national championship. National championships are busts, really. I mean, it starts every day, though. You can't get there. You can't just jump to the national championship. So it comes with um, how we come into work every day. You got to be better tomorrow than you were today. Exactly, right. every day. Yeah, um, I can say for me personally, um, I've just had the goal to like, you know, get better each day and push myself um, to, you know, make these guys better. And, you know, when I do that, I feel like they make me better every day, too. So it's, you know, it sort of reciprocates. And um, I know the whole team gets better um, when we do that. So we had a former player come in this summer and gave a little speech uh, after one of our fight Fridays, which is an early morning. Um, workout that we do out on the football field. Junkyards. Junkyards, junkyard, Fight Friday. But uh, the former player came in, and um, in his speech he talked talked about the Lord's Prayer, uh, give us today our daily bread. And uh, I think that's a mindset we've kind of embraced as a team since then, just every day, um, whatever is in front of our plate, just handling that, eating that, the daily bread that we're given. And the whole team, I feel, has really embraced that. 
um, as we've started this journey so far. How does that make you feel, Coach, when a former player comes in and has an impact like that still? It was awesome. Grant Evans uh, transferred to us from Wright State. He played at Wapahani High School, and he's just doing great in life now. And he uh, he happened to pop in the office, hung out with me and Coach Townigle for a little bit. He was catching up, and he said, well, why don't you come out to the to the junkyard Friday? And sure enough, he, he showed up at 5.30 a.m. Oh, he did man. the full workout, and we asked him to speak at the end, and he just brought the house down. With uh, with the speech he gave to the guys, and we've been talking about it ever since. That's awesome, and that's and, I, and I'm sure you guys, you know, Coach Clark, Coach Tonigal, everybody on staff. I'm sure that you know their main goal is to make you guys better people, not just better basketball players, but you know, better people all around. Correct. Definitely, that's, I, that's I think it's been the mindset in the Indiana West. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I think it goes hand in hand too. I've heard it. Yeah, I've heard it. Different. Every year, and it's just like you know, that story you shared. That's just that's amazing. But I, I think before we go further, we need to give a shout out to one of your other players. Who's that? Player. Oh, didn't he just sign with the Pacers? Yeah, Cal <laughs> Mangus. Is that see? So he signed an Exhibit Ten contract with the uh, Pacers. There's two of those. Um, he spent the, the training camp with the Pacers. He practiced with them. His his main uh, starting point will be with the Mad Ants team. Um, but he's owned by the Pacers. So they're they're watching him closely. Their GM said um, he's close. They're tracking him, and we'll just see if he gets a crack. And we think if he does, he'll uh, he'll prove himself on any court in the world if he gets an opportunity. I, I, I believe so, you know, because you know, I got to watch him, you know, when they play for that Purdue team. Is, that, is it the big three? Is that what? The no, TBT. Yeah, the, yeah, that. Who else was on that team? Evan Maxwell. Maxwell, yeah. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's interesting. I had a son that graduated a couple years ago, and he played the AAU ball, and Evan was his coach one year. Oh, yeah. And, and even, even like I said, you guys went out there, and so many kids are looking up to you guys, not just yeah. here at the school, but, you know, they, they see social media. They read the Chronicle, what Scott mm-hmm. Hunt writes, and, I can tell you guys are all three of them seem so humble. It's and it's just, really these are these are three really incredible young men, and I'd say just as a, a father myself, um, I love that these are the type of people that are influencing my kids because they work hard and they compete, uh, but they are humble. Um, they serve others. They're not drawing attention to themselves, mm-hmm. and just really people that you can trust with whatever they're doing. So it's a, it's an honor to coach. Young men like oh, yeah, this—it's yeah. what makes it fun. Mm-hmm. It does. I, I agree. I mean, of course, the ones I coach are younger, but you know, somebody's got to make a difference in their life, and that's what we try to do. Yeah, I say we've we've uh, had great examples to uh, follow. I agree. I agree. I mean, it's, you know, just with texts back and forth that you or the emails or anything, I can tell. And, and people I've talked to out in the community that know you—they're like, "Yeah, class act." Well, we're watching Miss Cinewan now with Rich Benjamin coming out there as AD yeah, and now Coach Josh Brooks taking mm-hmm. over for the basketball program. Exactly. I, uh, we're anxious to just see what grows there because both of those guys are, are friends and people we admire. So a lot of good things coming to the Miss Cinewan community. Yeah, I, I think so. You know, we, we've actually had both of them on the podcast before as well. And that's, uh, you know, speaking of Coach Benjamin, we still like on Coach, even though he's an AD now. But tell you what, that guy could be. 
motivational speaker. Yes. I, I was taking notes while he was. And it's all it's all real for yes. him. It's not just mm-hmm. spe- that's who the type of man he is. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a phenomenal man and yeah. leader. I could I could see that from my first manual. Uh, I've got one of your quotes here, Coach. Sacrifice personal glory. Make those crown us better. Is that one of your favorite quotes? Or well, I think that's uh, really the example we see in Christ. And this program, um, all of our players memorize Philippians 2, 1 through 11. Mm-hmm. And that's about imitating Christ's humility. Mm-hmm. And if you look at that passage, uh, what you really see in the example of Christ is um, the sacrifice of his own life for the benefit of the world. Uh, And he's the ultimate man that we're trying to model our life after. So if we have a team full of men who are taking on that example and imitating Christ's Mm -hmm. humility in this way, and I think you already feel it from these guys. Oh, yeah. Yep. We just, there's not a a better way to play the game of basketball. Uh, So it's when you're able to recruit people who, want to live that way, mm-hmm. and then see them apply it in a locker room and on the court, we think the best version of a team rises from that. I agree, yeah. Sacrifice personal glory, make those around us better. And that's, you know, so you guys are what? You're probably the oldest, right? Yeah, I'm uh, 22. 20. 19. Now, how, how many young men that age will profess their faith? Not very many. Look at the culture where you guys are at and what they're building, right? And that's yeah. now let's let's just jump around to the players again, real quick. Favorite all-time basketball player? Oh man, uh, college pro. <sighs> Got to be Pacers Paul George. Ooh, yeah, like that, that was that was like back it. when uh, they were going head to head with the uh, Heat uh-huh. Eastern Conference Eastern Conference Finals with LeBron. Um, just could never get past LeBron. I feel like that's kind of the the Pacers' curse too. Uh, Reggie couldn't get past. Couldn't get past Jordan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Scout. but yeah, I love that. That Paul George was just a beast. Okay. Uh, for me, I'll say I think the greatest player of all times, obviously LeBron, in my opinion. But my favorite player uh, is probably uh, Carmelo. Carmelo Anthony. Really? That's yeah. a good one. That's yeah. Yeah, hear that's, that a lot. But plays yeah. like Carmelo. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, I'll, I'll be watching. Ted, are you going to fight him on that LeBron quote of being the greatest of all time? Or? See, I, I know, I know this. It's between Michael and LeBron, but I still go back to. I look at Larry Bird. Just they didn't have. They didn't count three pointers back when he started. How many more points would he have scored? Well, I, if three pointers? I've got it wrote down somewhere, but I can't remember. <laughs> but he, back, I, I believe he would have. He would have been way up there. But yeah, but. all right. Now one more. Yeah, so I'm a old school guy myself. Uh, my favorite player would be probably Sean Kemp. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, that guy. He was awesome. It's an Indiana was, guy. Yep, yep. yep. Elkhart, I believe. So yeah, Concord. So strong. Yeah, he was just. He was amazing. I want to see Cademan and Sean Kemp in a dunk contest. Huh? Literally, I want to see Cademan <laughs> dunk someone and do the point. Point at him. <laughs> Help him up after the dunk. <laughs> Now, how about you, Coach? You have a favorite? Javon Buchanan. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, most most coaches won't call somebody out like that. No, nah, they won't. They won't. <laughs> you, now, you got a lot of hype to live up to now. For sure. Yeah, I know. No, no. It just added some more pressure. 
Okay. No pressure. I would say my favorite of all time. Greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. Okay. I'm I'm probably going LeBron. Okay. Yes, okay. sir. I'm agreeing with that, too. Because <laughs> you, you look at, I mean, who has been as strong as him? Nobody. Sean, Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp. Sean <laughs> Kemp was very maybe. strong when he played. Prime yeah. Shaq, maybe. Yeah. Shaq. Charles Barkley was... But nowhere near as fast, no, nowhere near as athletic. Athletic, yep. And just he, big. He, I mean, six eight, six nine, moving the way he does. Yeah, it's just crazy to see him. Yeah, move how fast he does it. Like his age, like he's. Mm-hmm. I think he's the oldest player in the league now. He, he is. He is. Yeah, and that's. Yeah. I mean, just before our, our last scrimmage, we just had best LeBron dunks of all time. We're just <laughs> watching the locker room as a team. That was kind of our like kind of pregame hype hype up video. Now. First game of the season. Is it this week? Friday. Yes, Friday. Are we here? We play on the road. We play uh, Indiana Tech on Friday and then Cornerstone on Saturday, both at Indiana Tech and Fort Wayne. Okay. So, like a preseason tournament thing. Yep. Okay. So, that's – like I said, you know, people need to come watch you guys. Cause, and it's not even expensive to get in to watch a game. We open up I mean. Thursday – uh, November 2nd against Union College, another traditional powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Seven, seven of our eight – um, opening opponents were in the top 25 to finish the season last year. We'll likely be in the top 25 when it comes out. Oh, man. Week. So we play a great schedule early on, and we hope people will get out to see us play. Yeah, that's a, this is the place to come to watch, you know, whether it's men's or women's, any sport really. I mean, football stadium is beautiful, and you're right there. Um, coach, what's your, I asked the players their goals for this year, but what's yours? It's, it's really interesting. We as a staff never talk about goals. We never really um, – it's just we're trying every day to push these guys to do two things. One is to uh, pursue an I am third life where they put God first, their teammates second, and themselves third, and to, to live and play more fearlessly. Um, and we think that if, if we get a group of men who are moving in that direction, uh, goals take care of themselves. Right. And this is a group that they worked incredibly hard this offseason – um, they have grown in those two ways. Now, right now, we're in an interesting spot. We're dealing with some injuries. Uh, we have young, some younger guys that are being put in positions, and we're excited to go compete with them and just mm-hmm. see what happens. Because um, it's, you know, when you've won national championships or you've lost, you, you really recognize the journey with the team is, is the rewarding part. Mm-hmm. And to see the way guys grow throughout a year is what makes coaching fun. Mm-hmm. So just every year we embrace that more. And rather than say, hey, we, we need to win this game to feel like we achieved something. It's no, let's just, let's just every day try to grow with this group of guys and, and see what happens on the other side of it. That daily bread. Daily bread, that's right. <laughs> and Grant Evans said, that, said it just much better than I did. I mean. <laughs> you did. And you guys can take that mentality into every other, every every other aspect of your lives as well. You know, when you're going to be a, a husband, a father – you're in the workforce. I mean, it's, I don't know. I just, when, when you're coming back at age 30 to do a junkyard at 530. <laughs> yeah. Is that we'll how old Grant is now? He's 30? Just about that. I, wow. I that's, yeah, so that's – but, like I said, it's just – this place is beautiful. You guys have got the right mindset from the coaching – well, it's got to go hire a coaching staff. You know, the administration here. Yeah, it, one, one of the – It trickles fun, down. One of the – great things of working here is just how aligned all the way up uh, 
administration from the president to the vice presidents, Mark DeMichael, who used to be the athletic director right. here, is now a vice president, yep. um, President Kalaga, now Dean Webb, our new athletic director, to all the coaches up here. We just have, I think, the most remarkable group of coaches um, across an athletic department. I can't even believe it that, you know, just working in the offices up here, how what great coaches, but also what great people who mm -hmm. are after the same mission. There's really a, uh, an alignment of vision here about why we do sports. So it's, it's a fun yep. place to mm -hmm. be a part of. Yep. I agree. That's everything's positive. Everything I ever hear is positive about this place. Now I, I want to ask the players again, Hey, you got to say a junior or senior in high school. He comes up to you says, Hey, I want to play at the next level. What advice are you going to give him or her? Say it's a girl that's a good ball player. Um, uh, I mean, you got to be able to shoot the ball. Um, <laughs> I think everyone can attest that. That's the biggest thing. Uh, playing hard. Playing hard. That's something I've really kind of really learned how to do this year and I'm still learning how to do. Um, there's just a different – in high school, I used to think playing good was playing hard, and mm -hmm. there's just a different a different level to it. Um, got to be willing to sacrifice your body. Um, and like you say, like die on the court, but like you, you, you got to push yourself that hard where you feel like it. Yep. I'll just say, uh, fit is everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say go and go where you're needed, not where you're wanted. Just go to a place where you'll actually grow as a person because at the end of the day, the majority of people, like, even if you do go play pro, it's not. It's not going to be the majority of your life. Right. You have to have something yep. outside of basketball that's that you're growing and feeding into. And I think people going to college with the mindset of like, oh, this is the rest of my life, basketball, and it's not true. Right. Yeah. Even if you're playing pro, like, mm -hmm. what's the oldest you're going to be, Matt? Like LeBron's forty, yeah. but like nobody usually gets to forty. Yeah. Not, so it's not like that sport. Yeah. Exactly. So you're going to be your mid thirties, and you're not like you can't have basketball for your whole life. So. I'll just say find a place that um, feeds into you as a person first before basketball. Perfect. Perfect. For sure. You know, I'd say um, just go to a place where the coaches are going to get the most out of you and where they're going to push you um, to be, you know, the best player and the best man of God that you can be. And so, you know, I feel like this place um, has done that for me. And I feel like, you know, as a player, you go out on the court and you compete and you fight. But I feel like, you know, you want to go to a place where the coaches are fighting with you. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. there may be practices where they get on you and they're, uh, you know, they expect more out of you. But that's just because they see something that you don't necessarily see yet. Um, and so I'd say that's, you know, for anyone, you know, young, old, that's just the place you want to be at. Dad, can you see why it's so fun to coach a group of guys like this? I mean, that's Pretty remarkable to hear this perspective at their ages. I, said, I was just getting ready to say something along those lines. I'm like, man, I just every one of them is just, and that's you know, like you mentioned, you know, you know, sometimes you're coached harder. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean the coach is mad at you. Mm -hmm. They see something that maybe you're not grasping. Say calling you up, not calling you out. Yes, yeah. yes. But I want to make a comment on Kay saying, uh, talking about coaches fighting for us on our Finish Fridays, Fight Fridays, Junkyards. They participated. That was one thing that uh, <coughs> I'd never experienced anything like it. But every Friday morning they were out. They do the whole workout. Really? Every same thing we do, they do with us. Even Coach Doug. How old is Coach Doug? He's in his 60s now. Yeah, he comes out there and kills it every time. It's not like he's lagging behind. <laughs> he's actually, like, killing it. 
Now, now, what time does it start? <laughs> You're coming next I would, year. I, I want to watch. 30. I really do. I mean, I, I'll before stand the out there by the fence and watch. Yep. Wait, yeah, you can't see. come and watch. You got to come. You got to join I us. Yeah, I, join. I, I exercise every day, so right. bring it on. <laughs> but, but I'm old. I'm very old. Um, but yeah, and it's so. How much easier is life with God first? Crazy. It's crazy how much um, just easier and better it is. I can speak. I uh, at Indiana University. I always. Um, said I was a Christian, but um, after coming here and just seeing how, how hot and how alive the spirit is on this campus and just kind of taking that next step, I mean, it's like anxiety relieved, um, just like feel lighter almost, uh, just yeah. in all, all aspects of life. Um, that's, the, that's the best way for, for me to put it, just it's freeing, it's freeing for real. It's awesome. I'd agree. I would say when I came here, I didn't really know what it was like to incorporate God into basketball. I always thought those are kind of two separate things. Um, and, and even off the court, basketball, off the court, like God, not with basketball, just God in general. Um, I did not do that either. So mm-hmm. coming here just kind of really just, it shocked me in a good way, like how much easier mm-hmm. it is with him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for me, especially I think last year, I'm I, like, I'm just an anxious person, like naturally, just because, like, through my family is a lot of that stuff. And mm-hmm. um, this year, I've just felt like a lot of, like, is growth within my spiritual life. And also, it trickles down into, like, my anxiety has been way less. Like, I've, awesome. I've stopped worrying about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can credit that to God, but it's also intentionality, like, actually having mm-hmm. to put in work with your relationship with him. And it's just been awesome. And I think if I didn't come here, I don't really think I'll be in the same position. So, really? yeah, awesome. it's a blessing. And I, I just add this. I, there's nothing about the Christian life that means everything's going to go perfect. Right. And, and, uh, and as an example, today there's a there's a player on our team who's going through a tough injury, and he was in my office just to, to process and pray. And he basically was saying there's this scripture, uh, consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds because mm-hmm. it develops your faith. Mm-hmm. Um, so even in a hard time, this player was saying, life with God is better. Uh, because I am just looking at this injury through an entirely different lens. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just more freedom and less anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's more peace and less fear. And I just thought, what a perspective. Yeah. Um, not that, like, oh, because we love God, everything perfect happens to us. But right. life is better in relationship with God. To, to hear a player talk about that was pretty meaningful for me today. It is. That's awesome. You have a comment on it? Yeah, I would say I've just felt... Um, more free and fearless um, ever since I've been here. Uh, it's my second year now, and I've just I've seen myself grow um, on and off the court, and I feel like God is a huge part in that, and just the guys around me holding me accountable. Um, you know, it's just good to know that um, you know He's always there, and you know whether things go your way or they don't go your way, um, you know He's in control. You know, God gives and He takes away. So I'd say that's really what. Um, I, I just think about daily, and it's what I'm sure these guys around me too think about. So, and, it's, and to be held accountable—that's yeah, that's, yes, sir. That's awesome. Now let me let me ask you, Coach, about recruiting. Social media, other coaches calling you, high school coaches calling you, say, "Hey, you look at this kid." Do you? All of it. Uh, here, here's what's been really fun, and what's changed. 
17 years ago when I first came, Coach Hunt has been here a year longer than I, it was a grind to get any player. Mm -hmm. uh, if we wanted to recruit someone of the caliber of these guys, I'd have to go see them 10, 11, 12 times before they even give me the time of day. Really? Um, and most of the high school coaches we called would just start with, well, they're going to be focused on Division One. Well, now, because we've been here for so long and built up a reputation, um, we have coaches in the state of Indiana, which we think is the, the best coaches in the world, that are calling us all the time to try to get us to recruit players that 17 years ago they wouldn't even have returned our call on. Really? And there's just a hunger and desire for yep. people to play here because over the period of time playing for Coach Tonegal has produced mm -hmm. the best version of players, and they've seen how we've done things differently here, and we've graduated guys, and guys have uh, grown. Um, so recruiting is never easy. Right. But just the, the way we do it now um, – it's changed dramatically because of the way Coach Tonegal has led here for such a long period of time. Yep, and, it's, and that's what I mean. You know, there's people want want to come here. Yeah, I mean, you know. it's the hardest part of the job is you you really um, grow to respect and admire so many players across this state, mm -hmm. and there's a limited number of roster spots yep. here, and to, you know, like it's evaluation is hard, and we don't always get it right, and we it, but. Um, it's something we take seriously because we really do believe in what we have here. Right. And that's, you know, it's, well, I think there's just like 1.1 million high school athletes and a little over 7% go on to play at the college level. And it's even smaller with college athletes trying to go pro. It's less than 2%. So, but as long as they're learning life skills, things that's going to make them better people in the community, I mean, you can't beat that. You really can't. Let's let's get a fun question in here now, Coach. Where's your favorite restaurant to eat at? Ooh, in Marion. Anywhere. <laughs> Anywhere. I'm probably gonna go Obie's. Uh, good place. I love Obie's barbecue. Um, the pulled chicken there is as good as it gets in my. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just there the other night. <laughs> you guys have a favorite? That's hard. Uh, yeah, I like a I like a good Japanese steakhouse. Um, yeah, hibachi. Mm. Big, that's big money. <laughs> uh, I I like right like regular easy food. Beat ups is good for me. <laughs> I like wings too. <laughs> yeah, I love. love um, I'd say here at Marion, my favorite spot to go is Casa Brava. Um, okay. It's about five that's minutes right. here, yep. um, and it's it's really good. They have really mm, good. Y'all gotta take me. Y'all have to take me. I ain't been. It's good. Okay. No, it's the, good. The Imagine Burger food truck was out at downtown Marion on Friday night too. That was a the uh, the sweet heat was the best burger I've had in a while. The peanut butter and jelly was pretty good too. Peanut butter jelly burger? Yes. Oh wow! I have to try that. <laughs> it's good. It's yeah, it's good. But uh, now, say you like wings? Yeah, I love wings. I'll talk to coaches and taking you guys to Jefferson Street on Wednesdays over in Converse. What's, what's over there? Oh, you can eat wings on Wednesday nights. Mm. <laughs> I didn't know about them. They're good. They're good. Wednesday night. All right. Yeah, they are. It's, and it's, they're really That's good. Tomorrow. Are right? you can eat wings for basketball players or for regular anybody? <laughs> anybody? They don't want to see these guys walk out. I don't know. They want to see the whole team walk out. They'll run out, won't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they did. I've been there before when they do run out. It's yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's just stuff like that. Just little things. 
So you came from IU. Sir. What, you were getting recruited at IU when you were a high school senior, correct? So I was a walk-on. I was actually committed to Bethel uh, University originally, okay. um, recruited mainly by the Crossroads Leagues. And then, uh, yeah, I got the opportunity to walk on uh, for Archie Miller mm-hmm. and uh, – Grew up Indiana fan, families all Indiana fans, so it was kind of a no-brainer uh, going there. My father was also in the Navy, um, so I got my tuition covered for that, so it was really uh, just a no-brainer for me. Blessing. You grew up an IU fan. Who did you grow up rooting for? Uh, I mean, when I was younger, before I really could have my own opinion, it was Purdue. <laughs> and then uh, I started liking Duke whenever Austin Rivers was there, mm-hmm. and so that's been my team for basketball ever since. No, stay on recruiting. What do you remember about these guys talking to you? When I was getting about recruited? coming here. Uh, Anything stand out? Uh, yeah, I think um, a lot. Like, I think one thing that stood out, I got recruited pretty late uh, by, like, everyone, basically. So it was kind of like everything happened really fast. So some people were telling me, like, like, we need to know answer right now and, like, kind of rushing me through yep. the process. And then they were, like, it wasn't the main reason. But one thing that stuck out was they never put any pressure on me to commit. It was never like a, hey, you have this much time to commit or else mm-hmm. we're not getting, giving you this offer, which a lot of schools that I previously got recruited by did. And, yeah, that was just one. And then also talking to them, you can just sense, like, when people really want what's best for you right. and then what when people really just want to – make you a roster spot. So I just, well, me, I know it's not hard. I know it's not easy for everyone, but me, I could kind of tell when people just weren't really authentic with who they were. And I could tell once I came here on the open gym, um, yeah, it was just it was just awesome. You could tell they're really authentic in your recruiting. And, it, yeah, they don't really try. They don't try hard to, like, sell. Like, they make you make a choice. Like, if you want to come here, it's fine. If you don't, it's fine. Um, so yeah, just they weren't they weren't really pushy. So that that's what really drew me at first. So you guys are obviously recruiting well too. Yeah, <laughs> right away. But well, I remember that open gym when he was here. <laughs> we were feeling urgent, even if we, <laughs> we need this guy on this team. See, but, but did I, I've also read articles about you know, former athletes here or just students say when they're asked why why did you come here and they're like I just I fell in love with the campus. Mm-hmm. Just, people don't. Mm-hmm. For a small college, this place is huge. Yeah. It really is. Marion, I mean. Now, who? what, what college teams did you root for growing up? Um, I was – my whole family was a big IU. Uh, okay. IU fans. Um, so, yeah, that's just mainly what I grew up liking. Um, and then uh, I'd say my journey to how I got here was um, I had just – uh, been trying to make decisions. I had several Division two schools I was looking at, um, several other NAIA uh, Crossroads League mm-hmm. schools. Um, and Iowa was the last one of the last schools to call me. And I had I had thought I wanted to go to this school. Um, and then Coach Clark had called me up, and he said, you know, hey, what are you thinking? You know, do you want to, um, you know, just are you interested? And I said, ah, I'm not sure. Um, and eventually one of the schools I was going to go to, uh, they just – I ended up uh, – it didn't work out. So I I said, yeah, uh, let me come down on a visit. Um, and that visit that I took with my parents that day, um, it was probably uh, – it was one of the, like, one of the best visits I had been on in the whole time. And it was 
the last visit I went on. Um, and my uh, when we were going through the college decision, all the visits I would take with my parents, they could you know they couldn't decide if they liked the school or not. Mm-hmm. And um, we were driving home that day um, on the highway, and that then and there they knew that like yeah, this is a school. Like they could all <laughs> collectively agree that so. like this was the place to be. And um, I think my visit was on a Monday, and I committed uh, that Wednesday morning. So that so helped I mean, that your parents were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it made me feel good knowing that they'd be, um, you know, that they knew I'd fit in here mm-hmm. and that they wanted me here too. That's awesome. So, That's <laughs> so you're recruiting the parents too. <laughs> it's a family, Kinda. it's a family it place. It's, you know, we, yep. we embrace the families and we, uh, we love to get to know the families of the players that are here. And something else is pretty neat about you know, coming to the games here. All the alumni that are here, players that used to play here. Mm-hmm. Barry Frank still come all the time. Every game. Man. <laughs> He's a legend, too. Yeah, he, was, he played for Marion College here. Mm-hmm. He, he was the all-time leading scorer for a long time, wasn't he? He was. For quite a while. It's, uh, Mango yeah. broke all those records. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, that's, that, was, that was an exciting time here. And uh, Now, let, let's talk about weight room. Mm-hmm. Now, do you guys put them in there every day, or? Well, I think you got to th- these two guys right here, Javen and Cademan. Um, they had some of the biggest one-year transformations of their bodies from the weight room that I've ever seen. So maybe they can talk briefly about that. Yeah, well, if you look right over there, my signature's up there on that man's me and Caden. Uh, yeah. Man's club, we're okay. up there in the man's club. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I didn't get it. Neither of us got it our first year, and then this year. I think more than ever, we've been in the weight room, create like as a team uh-huh. and on our own going home. Everybody's been locked in in the weight room. And we've had five guys in the man's club this year. We had zero last year. Wow. Tell them what the man's club is. Um, man's club is a series of tests. Um, it's in the preseason right before right before you start practice. And one of the, it's how many exercises? Five? Five? Four. Four. Um, it's so you do bench press uh, one eighty five fifteen times, but fifteen is just the max. You can do as however many you yeah. want. Yeah, fifteen is the minimum. Yeah, Kay did like twenty three. Kay had twenty three. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> and then fifteen pull ups. Yep. Um, and then a Boston Marathon, which it's uh, so the court right here would be if you go down one touch is one, and then two three, um, you have to get twenty seven. Uh, for guards and twenty five for bigs, and then uh, you have in three the, minutes. In three minutes, three minutes, yes, sir. Yeah, uh, and then you have the thinking man, which is a f- just a five minute plank. You got to hold. So the minimum is five minutes. Um, we had we've had several guys go at ten, fifteen minutes at a time. So it's just yeah, it's just good. Um, and I'd say like this summer, uh, oh, I think the whole mindset, you know, after we. You know, after we lost in the national tournament, it was like, you know, we need to, we just need to get back on track. Um, you know, in the weight room, like they emphasize, like, hey, we haven't had any guys get man's club in you know a couple of years now. So I took, I know me and Jay, we took that and we were like, okay, we're gonna hit it hard. You know, mm-hmm. and it started with our diet too, mm-hmm. uh, with what we ate. You know, we made sure we were um, uh, just eating right um, and. And then we just, after that, we went in. Um, I was lifting probably, you know, every day for, you know, the whole couple months and then just uh, going in twice sometimes. And I remember um, just doing that. Like, I feel like that's just 
like what I need to be. I need to be more physical, and I'm doing this for you know the team this year. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's why um, I had to get in the weight room and uh, help the help the team out by using my physicality. So. Can definitely feel it on the court. I can attest <laughs> to that. So you guys really banged during practice, for you sure. See? Yep, yeah, we definitely did. <laughs> So, Coach Clark, let's see. Do you guys ever have officials come in and officiate some of your scrimmages? Yes. Is that a regular thing or once a week, twice a week? Well, Coach Doug usually holds down the officiating <laughs> practice. But every once in a while we got to hire some guys in just so they get the feel of right. what it's like, mm-hmm. get the fouls right and all that, yeah. So – Obviously, three man crew. We, we've had a few officials on here as well. Oh no way! Oh, wow. and, uh, yeah, we've had. Uh, you do it all, Ted. Yeah, we've had JD Collins from Hartford City. That's you right. Know him. Yep. He's did national championship games. This guy, mm-hmm. he was. He's as good as it gets in the yeah, officiating world. That's uh, but that's something you guys should research. How many miles an official runs? <laughs> oh yeah. But you guys yeah. are running just as much. But so, you guys yeah. get to go out and take a breather every now and then. The officials mm-hmm. don't. Some of them, some of them, I don't know if they're running by us. Though. I, I couldn't tell. Yeah, it's, it's a, that's that's a tough job. It really. I is. love the officials. How many nutritionists? You guys have a nutritionist here. Well, both these guys had a nutrition coach mm-hmm. this summer. Billy from Stronger You. Shout out Billy. Billy yeah. Helps, helped uh, helped out. So we do different things with guys depending on what they need. Okay. How about strength and conditioning? Always. Oh, I is mean, there, do, you, do you guys have somebody specifically yep, that's their job? Jeff Schmidt here on yeah. campus is, is leading the way there. So yeah. He's, doing he's amazing. Yep. See, and that's because I was going to tell you guys now, you know, yeah, you know, I figured out what happened here, but now a lot of the high schools, they're, yep. they have somebody on staff. Yeah. It makes a big yeah. difference. Back when I was in school, mm-hmm. which I graduated in 1982. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely something I wish that I would have uh, taken more time in is, you know, High school kid, you know, 16, 17 years mm-hmm. old, is just more time in the weight room. Yeah. Um, even if you don't, you know, see significant strength gains, it's just it helps. So when you get older, you know what you're doing, especially in uh, college. Right. Yeah. And seeing that's that's what we like to do these podcasts for, so these high school kids can hear this stuff from you guys. Yeah. Give them a maybe a head start on some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll definitely tell high school kids to get in the weight room as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah. 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 Start building that technique, just most, fundamentals. I know mean, most schools now they're they're trying to implement it a lot more, but you guys you guys know Ernie Johnson, right? On TNT. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he's got a lot of respect for this guy right here, as you guys know that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know Ernie? Ernie's the best man on earth. That's a great yeah, guy. Yeah, he's really <laughs> Ernie so Ernie uh Ernie's best friend, uh, or one of his best friends, is, uh, was my high school coach now, um, Phil Bodlier, kind of like a second father to me, and uh, got to meet him just through Coach Bodlier, who's my high school coach. Um, over the years, just had some interaction with him. Then Ernie came and spoke on campus one time. Got to pick him up at the um, the airport and bring him here, and it was one of the it was one of the funnest games ever because we were playing for the Crossroads League Conference Championship that night. And he uh, he made sure he was at the game, and when he walked in, the students just erupted. <laughs> he uh, he called some of the game, um, and just was 
first class how he treated everybody there. Well, him and Coach Tonegal talked about I am third, and it was cool. It was during the pandemic one time. Um, he was calling the PGA, but it's you know how the announcers couldn't be live. They were in their living room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had an I am third hat right behind him on the shelf in his room. <laughs> That's you know? awesome. He's, he still checks in with Coach T sometimes. He still checks in with Kyle Mangus about how he's doing it. He just become a fan of the program. And he and that, and that what an example he is. I mean, like we talked earlier, you know, not everything's going to go the way you want it to. You know, he had a his son was disabled. Yeah, I mean, you know, bedridden, and Ernie took care of that kid. You know, yep. unbelievably. I mean, just yeah, he is a humble man yep. who loves the Lord and is just um, authentic and uh, he's not one of those people who's one way on screen mm-hmm. and opposite right. off. Yep. He is that's yep. the way he is. Yeah. Because speaking of this, Ernie Johnson, you know, that somebody asked him one time, said if Coach Clark was recruiting, what would Ernie say? He said, where do I sign? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so he, he can't play, though, so why yeah. would for him to do <laughs> Oh, man. But now, did you guys know that your coach has also been an NAI assistant coach of the year four times? Did not I did not know that. that. Know that. Yeah. Wow, Coach. Guys hey. stuck, no respect from these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. And then, like I said, just, just – time he's been here you know four final fours ten elite eights mm. eight years you led the NAID to in points assists and field goal percentage this team has I mean this school that, that's it's called good players right yep. there yep. <laughs> now, there's for you bigs you know it says 10 of 11 season the post player has been first second or third all team all American oh we got a first teamer right here <laughs> to my left with Jay <laughs> yes, and that's this stuff's just amazing. It's, but from what I did research on him, it says, you know, his, his focus is on post-player development. Mm. That way all the big guys came in here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> be. he's an offensive mastermind, so it makes sense. Okay, that's – what's your admiration for Coach Tonegal? I mean, he's as good as it gets. Um, you know, you don't stay – working for the same person for this long by accident. You know, he's just really uh, um, knowing him beside, behind the scenes. I think there's some people that uh, from a distance, they're very impressive because they can communicate well, but mm-hmm. as you get to know him, you lose respect, but he's the opposite. I think the more you know who he is, the more you respect him. Um, so I couldn't speak more highly of him as a man. Yeah, he's just a, just a godly man. Um, I think that's the best compliment I could give him. And, um, uh, yeah, I mean it with my whole heart. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just say you just – sometimes you just meet people who are just wired differently, and he's one of those people. And from the, from the moment he wakes up, he's always thinking about others. And I can't tell you how many texts I've got. And I'm not even awake yet, but he's already sending out texts to me and, like, wondering how I'm doing. And just truly, like, the I am third is, like, if you could really point out a person, it's Coach T. Yeah, um, he truly will bring the best out of you. And I think I've seen that a lot this year so far. Like, he's just always pushing me to, um, you know, just to play better and, you know, give it all I all. And then even, you know, this summer in the weight room, you know, he's pushing me to, uh, you know, just um, do – he was pushing me to get man's club this summer mm-hmm. too. He was pushing me just to, you know, do more uh, and better myself. So he's always – he's always looking out for you and always just trying to make you um, – Get the most out of you too. Man, so you guys, you guys are in the perfect place, right? For yes, sure, sir. absolutely. Well, I mean, I don't know what 
else to say about it other than being perfect for anybody I've ever talked to that went here. <laughs> but I, I do have one crazy question. Uh-oh. Bring it on. Now, okay. You guys are coaching, but man, and you know, you're, you're trying to set the example of the person you are, but man, the referees are terrible in this game. <laughs> how, 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 how could you guys control your emotions? Um, I mean, you know what? I, our, our league actually does a good job of, of who they hire and who they bring in, and those guys work and um, respect the game a lot and are really good people. So um, I think you it's a hard job. You know, it's it's uh, uh, but but there's people in our league who work the game who are passionate about it, and are, they're trying to get better. And we've got a lot of respect for the job yep. they do. I always wondered. I mean, that's, that's got to be hard, I mean, especially at a, at a Christian institution. And the, I have seen some coaches go kind of crazy, but <laughs> it's, it's you guys have probably seen that before too, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, there's another little question we like to throw out to our coaches. And you guys can listen to this too and throw your input too, but it's basically directed to Coach Clark. Big game. You guys get down 15, 20 points first half, but you make some substitutions. Say you, say you sub in three guys and make a run. Halftime, you're tied or you're up by two. Who's starting the second half? <laughs> we, we have always uh, – Usually, uh, we go back with the starters. Okay. But there have been times where you got to trust your gut instinct and you got to go with what's working and um, s- stick with those guys. But, but the second half's so long, and you know those guys will be getting another chance yep. anyway. So, um, 15, 20 point swing's pretty crazy, though. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> but that, now, is that something else where, as a coach, at halftime, you're kind of watching the body language? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a big part of coaching all the time, isn't it? Who are you putting in to start the game in the second half? I'm going with the ones that got me back in the game. (laughs) (laughs) You're riding the high hand. I respect that. uh, But that, yeah, that's just kind of a little tricky question we like to throw out there now and then. But we've got different things on, you know, and that's, uh, I think everyone, the majority of us are going back to our starters, you know. We've asked that on college coaches, high school coaches, and that's, that's like we were talking about, you know, officials a minute ago because a couple of weeks ago we went down to Noblesville and did the guy's name's Chris Loving, which he does in AIA, but he also does D1. And he also does Big Ten football. So every Saturday he's – and he also gets to go to all the Colts games because he's trying to get into the NFL as an official. He's a busy man. Which he, uh, he said he's the one that gets to hold the – replay monitor when their referees do the replay at the Colts games. But, you know, that's that's another thing that some of these kids that maybe you're not going to go on and play ball somewhere, jump into officiating. And that's, that's a good part-time gig. But, all right, well, we catch you guys probably longer than you wanted to. You guys are probably hungry, aren't you? I'm starving. It's dinner time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's dinner time. Sorry. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> But we appreciate you guys coming on. We wish you yeah. the best of luck this year. And me and some of my kids will definitely be over here to see some of the games. We don't have practice or a game because I start Thursday with my tryouts. But we appreciate you guys coming on. Sir. Good luck, Coach. Thanks for having us. Hey, we yeah, we appreciate you your us. passion for, for sports. 
for Grand County and for youth. I mean, it's it's uh, we always love being around passionate people. So thanks for leading the way in that. And it's like yeah, like I said, we want these junior high high school kids to listen to some of you college athletes and see what can be accomplished. Yes, sir. And how yes, to sir. handle it if it doesn't go your way. Okay. Well, thanks everybody. We thank these guys, and we'll talk to you next time. It's sponsorship shout-out time, Ted. As always, we want to thank Rookies, Inc. For all your apparel needs, www.rookiesinc.com or call Steve Horn at 765-536-2726. Quick turnaround, quality products. He's got a shop uptown Gas City now. Oh, yeah, in beautiful downtown GC. Jennifer Swanner at Nicholson 2.0 Residential Commercial Properties. She's a realtor for you, Teddy. Yes, she is. She's been one a few times for me. <laughs> 765-661-4821. Mama Pearson Soporium. Go right. get your smell good on, man. That's the place to go, I'm telling you. I know. Good people. And for all of your quality fencing and decking needs, call Backyard Builder, more specifically, Eric Skeens at 765-667-5974. You want the best? Call the best. That's right. They got fencing down to a science. Jonesy's Lawn Care, residential and commercial lawn services, now providing golf cart maintenance. Call Jeremy Jones at 765-667-5097. Get the fade or the buzz cut. (laughs) Alt House Auto Body and Towing. If your car won't go and you need a tow, call Scott Watson at 765-348-2414. Or you had a crash and your car looks like trash. Call Scott Watson at 765-499-1534.